Hello everyone, thanks for tuning into Talks with Tatiana. On today's episode, I will talk about the great things and evolution that has been happening in my life since graduation and how the life journey is all about enduring things, but it is our choice to choose to evolve and overcome it. everyone has been doing well and is thriving and that things are just you know working well and in your favor sorry for being mia for weeks also before i even get into this episode i am currently at home in tallahassee and for some reason it's like a severe thunderstorm every single afternoon um so i think the today's severe thunderstorm is on its way so um if you hear thunder or rain or anything just please excuse that because I don't know why it storms here every day, but <laughs> so, but yes, um, sorry for being MIA for weeks. I was dealing with so much for graduation. There were just so many things that I had going on and I was going to just take like a one or two week break which it turned into almost a month but i think i just needed that because i just needed to decompress and just like take it all in that i graduated and you know finishing off the semester making sure that i finished all my final projects and assignments and it actually went like pretty well like i passed everything like with flying colors and it was just like really really good like the last few weeks it was good so um yeah dealing with all the graduation stuff it was just like a lot but we got through it and then um i took my grad pictures as well at the end of april so that consumed my time as well because i'm a perfectionist so i was making sure i had all my outfits planned out all my locations i was so anxious about it because i was like you know you only get your undergrad graduation photos once like you have to make this work and you know the week of it was just stormy and I was like this is just gonna be a disaster because I wanted to take them outside on campus but I was like obviously if it's storming I can't you know do it and then thankfully the day of my photos it cleared up we got the photos together. It was still kind of cloudy, but as long as it wasn't storming or raining, then that was all that mattered to me. And the photographer I had was extremely patient and kind. So I, you know, was very grateful. My mom and younger sister were able to come and help. And then two of my good friends were able to come and help. So everything just flowed and went how I wanted it to go. And so um, I got my unedited photos back and they look pretty good. So I'm excited for her to edit them and stuff. I can finally post but it was it was good and I was glad because I was already kind of stressed about all the other different grad things and so then the pictures was, was just another thing but everything really I think went as well as it could have so you know I'm I'm very grateful for that um and then as far as like the week of my graduation it was so much so uh the week of i really wanted to just focus on taking it all in and like relaxing so i first i um i had finally submitted my final assignment of undergrad which 
actually was for a graduate level course, but, um, and so I submitted that final paper and it felt so good to get it done because I will never forget, like when I first saw that final paper on the syllabus at the beginning of the year, I was like, oh my God, I'm not going to be able to do it. But over time it became easier. So, um, when I submitted it, it ended up being overall like 18 pages and 4,700 words. It was a lot. Um, a lot of research, a lot of time and dedication, but I got through it. I ended up getting an A plus on it. My professor really liked it and enjoyed it. She didn't really have too many critiques for it. So that made me feel really good. Um, and I ended the semester with all A's. Like it ended up being a pretty good semester for me because usually the spring semester in college, like since being in college, the, sp the spring semester always feels like the worst because there's not really any breaks other than like spring break and that one day for Martin Luther King Day. But, you know, there's not really a lot of breaks. And so it's always just like really hard. And for some reason, I always felt like my hardest classes were in the spring. But for some reason, this spring semester, I don't know if it's because I was graduating or what, but it went it, it went really well. And so um, the only thing that kind of went a little south during my grad week was I didn't get to get the class of 2023 stuff that UF had, which really made me so mad, but they were supposed to have like the senior send off and we were supposed to get like those really fancy Stanley um, cups that are like those hard stainless steel, like the really nice ones. And it was supposed to say like class of 2023 UF senior send off. And then we were supposed to get these shirts and they had like food vouchers for us and things like that. And I, me and my friend, we thought we were getting there early and the line, it's, it was, first of all, it was a line and it was like wrapped around because I guess they had to confirm that you truly were a senior at UF. And it was just, by the time we got to the front, I mean, it just, everything was out. And I was just so mad because I'm like, you guys didn't calculate how many seniors you were going to have to be able to get enough stuff. So it was it was frustrating but i was like you know what it is what it is like i'm graduating there's bigger things to worry about so it is what it is but um and then my actual graduation ceremony so the way it was set up was that friday may 5th was the university-wide ceremony so the university-wide ceremony was something for every single person graduating whether you were graduating with your doctoral degree undergrad masters whatever like all of us came together sat with our um section so you know whatever your major was you sat with that section and it was just like one big ceremony and it was in our stadium so your family and friends could come out to the stadium and you know you just um have like some speakers you know and we did um like some singing or whatever and um turned our tassels and stuff so um that was that friday and it was really nice and i i really enjoyed that and it just it still didn't hit me for some reason like i thought when i wore my cap and gown that was going to be the moment but it just really to this day hasn't hit me I don't know <laughs> but it was a really nice ceremony and I enjoyed it we had a really great um commencement speaker who was Erin Jackson and it, she was like the first black woman I think to win or um get like some type of medal for 
in the Olympics for like speed racing, I think it's called, like skating, speed racing with skates and stuff, like incline skating. And her speech was just so good. She was actually my Motivation Monday quote I used because her speech just really stuck with me and it just, it was just, it felt like my UF journey when she talked about, you know, having dreaming big and executing small, taking it one step at a time. And I think that was something that I learned a lot in my college journey. So I really thought it was such a good speech. And when she kept saying, you know, being a black woman and like black excellence and things like that, it was just like, it just, it felt so powerful because I'm like, yeah, like there's so many people who doubt us or you know we kind of have to work harder at some things to make it so it just I felt so connected with that speech and it was just such a surreal moment and then going to the Airbnb as well um, that my parents got it was so nice it was beautiful I was like I want to buy this house like, it was just so nice and so and just being surrounded by my family and like you know my boyfriend being there too and just seeing him be with my family and stuff it just it really meant a lot it just I felt so much love and it was still surreal but you know because I feel like I just got the UF and then the next day was my actual ceremony May 6th that Saturday was my actual like college of journalism ceremony and it was just like I said the only word I can think was just surreal I thought I was gonna cry but I didn't I just <laughs> I don't know <laughs> but the best part was one of my professors she is a black woman and obviously being at a PWI there's not a lot of black professors and then let alone if you even have a black professor in your specific major so she's one of few um, of the black professors in the College of Journalism building and so we connected because of the class I took with her, the graduate level class I took. And so we had to, before we walked out for the ceremony, we had to be in like this back room waiting for us to start. And so when um, I got there, she was there and she was like, oh my gosh, she was like, hey, and like we talked and it was just so funny because she told me, she was like, I, there's not very many of you guys talking about black students. She's like, there's not very many black students here. So I know all of you. And I thought she was being dramatic, but she knew every single black student that walked in everybody's like oh my gosh hey and I was like oh my god you really know every black student here and it was just like it meant a lot though that she you know connected so much with us and um of course you know other students as well but um it was just so great to be with her and she was like oh she's like walk in with me we're gonna sit together because you know we have to have like a professor or like a representative walk in and so she's like you're gonna sit with me you're gonna be on the front row she's like and she was like because it's not in um it's not by last name it's not by um we weren't sat by last name because they wanted to give us the opportunity to sit with friends and stuff so I got to walk in I was the first person to get called which never happens because my last name starts with a W so I was just like wow like for me like this is like my moment I'm gonna take this in this is probably the one and last time I will ever be called first for a ceremony so it was just super cool and um 
it just felt super surreal. I was, I was anxious because I didn't want to fall or embarrass myself, but it went really, really well. And then um, afterwards was my after party at the Airbnb with my family. And that was a lot of fun. It started off pretty good. And then, you know, somewhere along the line, the alcohol really was flowing, but <laughs> it still ended up being a good night. I just didn't anticipate to be that lit, but also, all the things I went through those four years, I think I, I deserve that one night to really just have my moment. So it was good. It was a lot of fun. And I just enjoyed just everyone being together. And um, especially I felt like that was such a big step for my relationship with my boyfriend because for him to be with my family, he also traveled with my family. So that was pretty big. I was like nervous. I was like, oh God, like <laughs> I hope things go accordingly, but um, it went, it went well. I think it went, like I said, as well as it could have. So <laughs> it was a lot of fun and you know, yeah. So it was just so much. And then of course I had to decompress after everything. So um, yeah, I think that's kind of a big reason why I had to go MIA for a little bit for the podcast. Like there were so many days where I was like, okay, today's the day I'm gonna record an episode. And then I just, I couldn't do it. I was so exhausted, so. Yeah, finally got down to it. So <laughs> hopefully I won't have that many gaps of time away as much anymore. Cause I really want to be able to record my episode 100, but you know, got to record to get there. So, um, but also I have some really big news, great news. I got into grad school. So that was such a blessing, so excited. I know the last episode, which is so insane. It was like when the last episode dropped about the waiting and anticipation period shortly after is when I found out I got in. And I just thought that was just so crazy. And it was so weird because that week I had a feeling, I was like, I feel like they have to be releasing it at the end of this week. Like if they're not releasing it at the end of this week, then something is just off or I didn't get in or something. And the scariest, but also best thing out of it was the night before I found out I got into grad school, I had a dream. Like I was, you know, just this, you know, uncontrolled like dream that just like came. And when I was asleep that night, the dream was that my mom's dad, my grandpa who passed away when I was in middle school, he came into my dream and he just was like smiling and he was like, I'm so proud of you. And I remember I woke up and I was like boohoo crying because my grandpa, I don't think he's ever visited me in a dream before or anything. And I was just like, I thought, you know, the dream happened maybe because his birthday had passed that week. So I was like, maybe I'm just thinking about him or something, or, you know, maybe, you know, he came into that dream because he was proud that I was graduating. But then it was like the next day for me to find out I got into grad school, it just gave me chills. Cause I was like, oh my God, like my grandpa came in my dream to like, let me know, like, I'm proud of you in advance. And I was just like, oh my goodness. And it was just so insane because um, I had kept, ref I kept refreshing and just checking the admissions page and I just kept not seeing anything. And I was like, oh God, I was like, it's not gonna happen. Like, why do I still not have anything? And then finally, 
I saw it was like, you know, updated and I was like, oh my God. I was like, oh my goodness. And I had promised myself that I was gonna record my reaction this time because I didn't get to record my undergrad, like finding out I got into undergrad reaction. So I really wanted to record my reaction, but I just couldn't wait. I was like, I have to see it. So I opened it, I'm like trying to like have one eye closed. I'm like, oh my gosh, I was like, what is it, what is it? And then when I saw congratulations, I was such an emotional wreck because it just, I that was just the biggest weight off of me because I just had kept telling people, I was like, well, you know, this is gonna happen if I stay in Gainesville again, if I get to be in UF again, I don't know and like, Everybody kept asking, oh, what's next? I'm like, I don't know because I do not know if I'm going to my master's and just trying to think like, what, you know, can I do? And like, you know, this backup plan I had for, you know, if I get into grad school or not. So, um, and then like me and my dad, we had already re-signed my lease just in case because we were starting to push it for time. And we were like, okay, well, we're just gonna have to risk it and sign it. And if I don't get into grad school, we're just gonna have to sublease it. And, you know, there were just so many things that were at risk here. So I was just very, very excited. And then also with COVID happening in my senior year or not my senior year um COVID happening at the end of my freshman year going into my sophomore year of college it kind of you know took away some parts of my college journey so I'm very grateful for the fact that I finally um I get like another year to kind of get that time back a little bit and that was another thing that was a little touching too and you know kind of felt empowering during my graduation both ceremonies they talked about how class of 2023 we were the class that really got like the in-depths of COVID and we got that you know our college journey shaken up a bit so um, it just meant a lot to know that like, even though that was a hard time and we didn't know what we were gonna do during that time, the fact that our class, like we endured it and we got through it, we overcame it. So, um, which is kind of what this episode is about, you know, enduring and, you know, evolving and overcoming. And we definitely did that because it was a lot. It was a lot, but we, we did it. So I got into grad school, super exciting news. So glad that that weight has been lifted off my shoulders and, you know, one step closer to getting to where I want to be in life. So super exciting but you know then a few hours later I found out actually that I didn't get into the New York internship that I had wanted but um you know I didn't get into that internship the one that was supposed to be like for the whole summer in New York but I found out that like thousands of people across the U.S. applied and stuff so I felt like it was okay it was a very competitive thing and you know I'm just gonna apply to some remote internships now just to get my feet wet for my future jobs and stuff so it's okay and then they also sent an email basically just saying that you know in the future you can apply again and they and that they'll keep your application in their database you know for the future and stuff so 
you know, it was fine. It wasn't like a terrible rejection letter type of thing. It was more of like a, you know, we're gonna keep you on the back burner, you know, just in case type of thing. So it's fine. Um, and like I said, you know, I'm, I'm very glad that I found out I got into grad school before that because, you know, I found out both on the same day. So I'm glad I found out about grad school first because I probably would have had a whole meltdown if I would have solved the not getting the internship thing first because then I would have definitely been like, oh my God, I didn't get into grad school, but it's all good. So, <laughs> but um, that's kind of my update on life. It was, you know, a lot, but a lot of good things I feel. And, you know, I'm very excited for the future. But this all kind of leads to me wanting this episode to, you know, like I said, of course, to catch you all up on the evolution of my life, as you see. Um, and, you know, one of the biggest things that I've learned in my life, especially during my college journey, is that we endure things. And that is the biggest thing. Like, we endure things. You're going to have storms and battles. You're going to go through things. Um, but you, you can also evolve and overcome in that order endure evolve and overcome um but that's you know only if we put in the real work to want to evolve and overcome things because you know that starts from within that's work from within if you want to truly evolve and grow and overcome something you have to put in the work and the steps to do that but we will always endure things that's not a choice that's inevitable so you know you can either choose to sit there and just go through it or you can choose to you know take those steps to figure out how you can get yourself out of that place um and you know for me for example like in life I've endured a lot of things just like other people you know I've endured things like having to move a lot because my dad being in the military and like starting over and having like heartbreaks and relationships and friendships and losing loved ones and that you know I felt were gone too soon and you know sometimes difficulty in school health issues rejection failure just so many different things that I've had to endure but you know even in the middle of enduring these things in life you know I always found a way to evolve and overcome because there's always a way and even when it seems like there's not because I I've been there where I've been in a storm or a season in my life where it feels like if it's not one thing it's another like every it just feels like every phase is just getting worse and worse and it just feels like I'm never gonna get through this and the pain can be just so unbearable at times but you find a way to just let the storm happen, sustain through it, and then you eventually start to grow. You start to, you know, put in work, self-love and self-care into yourself to evolve and to overcome. But you just have to want it because there's always going to be a way, always to evolve and overcome something. You just have to want it. And, you know, in the middle of a storm, like I said, it can be very, very hard, but you have to allow yourself to get through that and not stay there and to take the better route because sometimes people will, you know, try to numb themselves in unhealthy ways or, you know, they, you know, start lashing out on people and having unhealthy habits and coping mechanisms, but you have to be able to figure out the better route to get through whatever you're going through. 
And so actually I wanted to include the dictionary definition of endure because I feel like it really holds a lot of meaning here. So the dictionary definition of endure means to suffer through something and particularly something painful or difficult, but suffering through it patiently and to last through it and remain in existence. And so I thought that that was just so amazing that that's like how the dictionary defines it because that's truly what it means to endure something it means you do you are suffering through something that's hard but you have to suffer through it patiently even though that can be so hard you have to suffer through it patiently and allow yourself to last through it and what i love is that they say remain in existence you have to allow yourself to just remain in existence allow yourself to still live allow yourself to still you know go through life you can't just stop everything for whatever you're going through you have to allow yourself to keep going and even though you're suffering even though it can be very difficult you have to be able to hold on and so that means again just being able to truly take care of yourself in those times and not giving up on your mental health um, because we're capable, we really are. And whether you realize it or not, there's so many storms that we go through and we get through it. And sometimes it can be such a big storm that by the time you get through it, like you almost don't realize until way later that, oh wow, wait, like I'm out of it. Like it's done, it's over, I got through that. Um, and so we are very capable of enduring and we have to endure things in life to grow because as much as we don't like storms or, you know, nobody really acts, oh, can I go through a storm? Like nobody wants to go through that, but we need those bad times in life, first of all, to really appreciate the good, but then also it really helps us grow. Sometimes, you know, for example, if you're in a really bad relationship, sometimes you have to endure those things to know what you need and what like your non-negotiables are for your future because you know there are some bad relationships i just i'm always like wow like why but i have to go through that you know this person was just such an awful person to me and put me through like the worst period of my life but then it's like now being with the person i'm with today i'm like I wouldn't be as strong as I am if it wasn't for that. And I actually had a friend who recently told me, she was like, I just really love how like you're really like stern and like, you know, just advocate so much for yourself in your relationships. And I'm like, because when you go through the things I went through in my past relationships and friendships too, like the, I went through a lot of really tough friendship situations and like relationship situations that it really helped me grow to advocate for myself. And it's like, had I not gone through those things, I might've not known how to advocate for myself in friendships and relationships the way that I do now. So, you know, that's what I mean by when you go through storms, it has such a greater purpose and it's hard to see it in that moment. But then once you get through it, whether it's months or years later, you will eventually be able to see like, oh, okay, yeah, that storm really made a big difference in my life today. So 
I'm telling you, it, it's so important to go through it. And you know, every storm, it has a purpose and every storm also has a light at the end of the tunnel and every storm, it's building us up for the next part of our lives. And it's hard to see it. It really, it really is. It can be so hard to see it, but I'm telling you, it's there's purpose behind it all. Um, you know, like I mentioned, you know, th through the things that I've gone through, you know, every storm, you know, the pain would be so deep that it felt like it would be forever, but nothing lasts forever at all. So, you know, you have to just get up and keep fighting for your happiness because, you know, it helps you evolve. And I've grown from everything I've gone through. So, you know, don't let your storm be for nothing. Grow from it. Don't allow yourself to just sit there and mope in it and you know overcoming and growth it's a part of life and you know you have to want it um there's so many situations that i've seen people in that have been really rough and it's like they're going through their storm they're going through that enduring part but i've also noticed that there's been people and i've been here before too where you just don't like you just don't want to get like not that you don't want to get through it but it's like you're starting to become complacent with the storm and you're just kind of letting yourself just sit in there you're not trying to get out of it you're not trying to um grow from it so i feel like for growth and overcoming to happen for you you have to truly want it and I will say there's been times where I've seen people going through a storm and they're just like oh like they're just complacent with it they're just not like they feel defeated they're done but and it's like I've wanted them to overcome it and to get through it and I knew that they were capable of it but it's like I you can't want something for somebody else who doesn't want it for themselves because growth is something that a person has to be willing to do from within within themselves so you know always know that to be able to really overcome and to grow that's something that you have to work on within yourself no matter how hard it is you have to be able to do that within yourself um, and so I also wanted to include the dictionary definition of evolve because I also feel like it's very important to include it here too. It's that, you know, to evolve, it means to develop gradually. And so that helps me to realize that you don't need to feel like evolution has to happen overnight because we want storms to end immediately. Nobody wants to be in a storm for days weeks years months nothing like we want to get through it so you know but obviously that's not the case it's a gradual development to be able to evolve and to get through something so you know just be patient with yourself give yourself grace because you know evolving and growing it's a gradual process and you have to let it be gradual because if you try to rush it or whatever the case is it can end up being way worse than what it already is and you know overcoming to me it means like you powered through whatever you were going through um, and it doesn't mean you won't still have your hard days from it you know there's going to be times where it's still going to be hard but at least you've learned to get through it you've gotten through it and you know you've learned something from it you've grown from it you've become a better person from it um, and actually, my pastor, he recently mentioned at church something really good that stuck with me. And it was about the power of moving forward. 
and how it can be really hard to forget and let go of the past, but there's just so much power in moving forward and not looking back. And I really enjoyed that message because I have a very hard time at times when it comes to moving forward. Sometimes I can get very stuck on the past because I'm just like, why did that have to happen in my life? And, you know, even though I, I, you know, gotten through it and stuff, there's just still times where I'm like, man, I wish that really didn't happen. But, you know, it's all a part of evolving because you can gradually grow. If you can't gradually grow, if you keep looking back, you know, if you want to like keep walking up that staircase of growth and success and stuff, you can't be walking up it looking back. You have to be able to look forward and to just be able to move on. And it can be very, very hard. It's not easy. And there's going to be times where you might mess up and look back and that's okay. But you have to just keep moving forward. You have to let it go, whatever it is that you feel like is holding you back, whether that's an actual thing, an event, a person, whatever, you have to be able to let that go. And, you know, it can be hard and, you know, there's going to be moments that are hard and, you know, it's okay. You have to just really overall in this journey of you know enduring and evolving and overcoming you have to be able to continue to have self-care and self-love because those are the biggest ways that you're going to be able to grow and get through it is pouring into yourself you need to be able to pour into yourself and then also have a genuine support group that wants to see you grow and you know is not trying to push you into any type of negativity um, and also self-reflection is so helpful to help you know like why you may be struggling so why do you think you're going through this storm what is it like self-reflecting on what the issue is for you why is this so emotional why is this so hard for you um, and then understanding like, okay, what can I do moving forward? What did I learn from this? How can I grow? So self-reflection, self-care, self-love, surrounding yourself with genuine people that want to help you grow is so incredibly important. And I know I even saw something one time that really stuck with me as well, which is that, you know, um, basically it said that everyone always says that children need a village to grow. And um, also at the same time to remember that adults still need a village too. And so I just think that that's so important that even as an adult, you should still have that village. There's no age limit to needing a village of people to support you and be there for you. And, you know, like I said, genuinely there because there's some people who you know, they are masked as a friend, as a person that really loves and cares about you, but really behind that mask, they don't want you to make it. They don't want you to succeed. So be very, very careful with who you have in your circle and who you confide in and who you have um, in your life to help you grow. And so, you know, as hard as it is, you know, everyone as well, um, one of the biggest things that I've had to learn is that everyone can't come with you to your next level of life. Everybody can't be on that evolving journey with you. Um, you know, some people, they just serve a season in your life, but you know, everyone is not meant to be on the evolution journey with you. And that is one of the biggest things I've had to learn 
um, in life because I always was that person that just wanted everybody to be my friend. I was like, oh, I just, this is my best friend. This is my best friend. Like I always used to be like that. And I just used to always crave wanting friends and just wanting to be friends with everyone. And just, I had to learn as I got older that everybody can't be called a friend that is not something to be used loosely because everybody does not want the best for you so um one of the biggest things is just understanding that everyone can't come with you and i've lost like friendships that i thought would be forever and you know relationships that i really wanted to work and stuff and then realizing that these people are not good for me these people are holding me back and it's just one of those things in life is understanding that everyone can't come with you to your next level of life. You know, sometimes we may not ever really know a full reason why, but there's just some people who can't. They wouldn't be able to handle it or, you know, they just would not help you continue to be the best version of you in that next stage of life. So they have to be left behind. And that's such an important thing. That's a part of the self-reflection is realizing like, okay, is there anybody in my circle that maybe just shouldn't be in it because they're not gonna be able to evolve with me? You know, sometimes a part of evolving is growing out of certain friendships and relationships. And it can be very hard because some of them could be the most unexpected ones, but you know, there's a reason for it all everyone serves a different purpose in your life and sometimes the purpose is already served and that's all that they needed to have in your life and now their purpose is done for um the purposes of your life so um but overall i would really just say continue to fight for yourself and your happiness and your growth put in the work for it your storm is not going to last forever you know, one day at a time and continue to want to evolve and overcome because I feel like in life, you should never want to be stagnant or complacent. You should always want to strive for that next step. So don't give up on yourself and just continue to nurture yourself to the best of your ability and have people there to be there for you during your journey. Now into the let's discuss segment. So for this Let's Discuss segment, I wanted to talk about something that was really important, um, especially for me living in Florida and getting my degrees in Florida, um, is Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. He signed a bill to defund the diversity, equity, and inclusion programs at Florida universities. And he said something along the lines of like, he wants universities to go back to like learning traditionally and all this stuff. And it's just... It's very frustrating, um, especially being a black woman, having that double minority there and then having diversity and inclusion being stripped away because it's just like, we're stripping away the truth from schools. We're stripping away, you know, having students learn about people other than people that just look like themselves. And I just feel like it's super unfair because diversity and inclusion programs are so important, especially for minority people, for people of color, because those programs gave us a safe space, like having the Black Student Union and like the Asian Union and like, you know, even like 
the Caribbean unions and stuff that we had, like those give students a safe place because it's not about separating them and excluding people of other races, but it's giving us that safe space where we know, for example, Black Student Union, we had conversations about natural hair and things like that. Like those are not conversations we would be able to have with like our white counterparts. And also we would have times as well where we would collaborate with other organizations and that were not, you know, aware of like natural hair and things like that. And when we would collaborate with them or if they joined a meeting or something, they were able to understand us even more. But without that diversity inclusion type program, they wouldn't be able to know or nor would they really go and seek and look for that information. So that's why these, these type of programs are so important so people can understand more about, you know, people outside of just the white race, but actually understanding other cultures and, you know, not just what they see on social media, but actually having that, but then also having that safe space where we as a minority, we are surrounded by other people who are like us, who understand what we may be going through that, you know, again, our white counterpart may not understand, but it's not to exclude anybody or anything. So um, I just think it's just terrible. And it just, it's, I just don't understand why he would do something like this. Um, but also, you know, it's so important for us to have the diversity and inclusion so people can, you know, learn like real racial issues that we have faced and that we continue to face. And so um, I feel like this can be very dangerous for people actually not to learn about diversity issues. I feel like it could call cause people to go back and, you know, like make racism worse. Um, like, for example, in my journalism classes, those diversity classes and like those diversity components we learned were super, super important because people, you know, of all races in my journalism classes learned about things like how to properly address black people in articles or how to properly address other people of color in art, other people of color in articles. Um, in a way that was appropriate and like learning, you know, the appropriate term, the appropriate terminology to use in articles or in interviews and things like that. And so, um, you know, even in photojournalism, learning how to capture diverse skin tones properly and not like whitewashing skin and things like that. So it just, it, it's just super important. And it's like not having that there could send so much backwards. Um, and you know, it's even gotten to the point like where the NAACP, they issued a travel advisory due to Ron DeSantis's like hostile laws in Florida, which it's honestly just such an embarrassment and it just, it's terrible. And I just cannot believe that in 2023, we're still going through things like this. And it's like, people selectively try to just say that old oh, diversity and inclusion programs aren't important because it's causing separation but it is it's not causing separation but it's allowing people to have that safe space there but also it's allowing them to be able to actually share with people who are who don't have the same race as them to learn about them so that they're not ignorant to um 
you know, their culture. So I feel like without that, it's only going to make ignorance rise even more. Um, and really this law being passed and this ban happening is within ignorance in itself, but it's just, I really hope that change happens and that, you know, something can, can grow out of this and that, you know, some way, somehow that diversity can still be included because it's needed. It really is. And, um, Hopefully that can happen, but it just sucks. And I really hope that in the future, this doesn't impact me being able to get a job and stuff because I feel like it's gonna be hard for, you know, job organizations and stuff just to see that, okay, I got this degree from Florida, like maybe wanting to question how well do I know about diversity? Because in journalism, you have to be able to be objective for um, people of all races. So it's like, you have to be but like you literally have to be able to know about how to properly address people and diversity and stuff in journalism field and really in all fields including like even one of the most important fields the health field being able to you know not be ignorant to how to take care of your black patients who may deal with like certain diseases that other races don't have to deal with as much and things like that so it's just a lot of impact that it's going to trickle down to so you know i just really hope that a change can happen for sure now into the heart to heart segment The Motivation Monday quote of the week was dream big, execute small. So again, this quote is by Erin Jackson. She was the Olympic, the black woman Olympic player I was mentioning at the beginning of the episode that spoke at my commencement ceremony. And this just was such an incredible quote to me because it just really is like a life motto you know you have to have big dreams and um one of the one of my favorite things she said and i've heard somebody else say this before too i just love this quote it's just like if your dreams don't scare you you're not dreaming big enough and i know my dreams scare me all the time so i'm like man i was like i have such big dreams that sometimes seem out of this world but you know, you have to dream big, like dream for as big as you can, because at the end of the day, like we only live once. And so, you know, dream as big as you want, because you never know what you can accomplish. There's so many people who didn't think that they would be in the positions that they're in today and they did it. So you can do it too. Don't exclude yourself. Don't count yourself out. So continue to just dream big and execute small. And I really like it because it's almost like, you know, a puzzle. You have like these small pieces of a puzzle and, you know, it just looks like a whole bunch of little small pieces at first. But then once you start putting them together, one big picture is made at the end. So that's like life, you know, continue to have like those little small steps because small steps always will lead you to something greater. You know, it, you know, even though, you when you're making those small steps it can seem like okay i'm not going anywhere like this is not leading to anything it really is and it'll all make sense you know in the end so continue to just take those small steps put in the real work and you will eventually get to where you want to be don't give up on yourself dream as big as you want never let anybody you know 
make you not feel like you're gonna make your dream or that your dream is too big. And that's why also it's so important sometimes to maybe not even tell people your dream because you know people might try to say, oh yeah, there's no way that's gonna happen for you. Sometimes just keep it to yourself and then you know have it on a vision board or something. So continue to dream big and execute small. Also, before I end this segment, I wanted to mention, you know, like I've been saying in my previous episodes, you know, I made my commitment during my Black History Month series to the host of Talk of Brothers that leading up to my 100th episode, I would watch a classic Black movie of their choice and, you know, make a brief statement about my overall thoughts after watching it. So the last time um, I did this, the movie I watched and talked about was Lottery Ticket and Bait. Um, in which my uncles and, you know, the host of Taco Brothers, they were indeed not happy with that choice because that was not on their list. And they were like, that is not considered classic black movies. So I'm just going to stick to their list that they gave me. Um, so this time I watched um, Boys in the Hood. And so, um, you know, I've seen like bits and pieces of it, but I never really watched it in its entirety until recently. Um, and so really, I mean, the movie is kind of self-explanatory as in the title, like it's boys that are, you know, growing up in the hood and, you know, um, just really like, I guess, looking into that and stuff. But, um, I think one of my biggest things is that, that I enjoyed was, um, or not that I enjoyed, but I overall enjoyed the movie. Um, I thought it was pretty good and like, it really showed like a part of a black experience that a lot of young black men have gone through or that are going through. Um, but I think seeing the death scenes and like the raw emotions with it was really powerful because I'm a huge fan of like media and film and like the behind the scenes of things. So with those type of scenes, I always just think about how deep an actor has to go into their own personal trauma and stuff to just truly convey those raw emotions like that. So I just thought those scenes just really kind of hit different. Um, so I would, I would have rated it a five out of five stars. I really enjoyed it and I'm glad I got to see it in its entirety because um, the little splotches of scenes I would see and stuff, you know, throughout my life, like it all didn't really make sense until now seeing it in like its whole, you know, in order. <laughs> um, and so I also know like one of the hosts of Talker Brothers, they told me to try and catch the life lesson in this movie. So I tried to catch it. And so I think I would say, uh, I guess the biggest overall thing I caught from it is that um, there's a problem with black men falling into a cycle of poverty and not all black men, I don't wanna generalize it, but it's, you know, a, a lot of black men though, fall into the cycle of poverty and getting caught up in the wrong things and not having, you know, some type of male figure or something there to help them and, you know, help them get through life and the ways of life. And so it leads to a dangerous lifestyle or oftentimes death. And, you know, it gets passed down for generations and that cycle continues. And, you know, every now and then you'll get somebody that might break the cycle, but then somewhere it might happen again. And so um, it's a very sad and unfortunate situation. I think it also has to do with just like the systematic racism that the United States has um, already. So it's almost like the system's already against black men. So, um, you know, growing up in poverty and stuff only elevates that. But um, 
you know, it is an unfortunate reality for so many. So that's, that's kind of what I got from the movie, but I thought it was pretty good. I would definitely recommend it. That's all for today's episode of Talks with Tatiana. Please make sure to follow me on Instagram at Talks with Tatiana underscore, on Facebook at Talks with Tatiana, and on Twitter at Talk with Tatiana without the S after talk. Turn on your post notifications and please leave ratings, reviews, and share with your friends. Until next time, remember, stay open, stay kind, and keep fighting the good fight. Yeah.